0: Hey, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. This is Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo, and my name is Parker Thomaston. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to apologize for the voice today. I'm not using a voice changer. Um, I'm enjoying the the effects of recovering from a little sinus congestion and uh, pretending like I'm Batman today. So, Harvey Dent, can he be trusted? Uh, If you've never seen the movie, I apologize for that line as well. Um, Good thing this is a podcast, though. You can't see the costume that I'm wearing. Um, (laughs) We'll go ahead and jump into this. Uh, It should be a fun time. Uh, Whenever I was a child growing up, I remember visiting my grandparents' church and I remember all these people talking about being brought up in the way. And and regardless of whether or not you've grown up in church, you may or may not be familiar with that term. Uh, shoot, you may be one of those people who were in the way. And then years later, I remember hearing somebody joke about these old religious cycles of Christianity, and they said that it's time for them to get out of the way. And and if you've ever been in a hurry, and you've gotten stuck behind someone driving too slow, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, and I just kind of want to go on record here and say that if you do not know what I'm talking about, then you are the one that we are talking about. Uh, <laughs> you don't go the speed limit in the passing lane. And oftentimes, if you and I try to maintain the same speed uh, in that direction, it's not going to suffice. So there are some important things that I want to honor about people who were brought up in the way. And and it is important that you and I honor what Yahweh is doing and what He has done, and, and my goodness, absolutely what He's continuing to do. And and I believe that we often have blessings that we are able to carry with us on our journey, because it's It's never about the lack. It's never about what's missing. It's it's always about the substance of what is present, um, of what is, what we have. And, and I have just been thinking a lot lately. I've been remembering uh, times when my grandmother would rock us. And, and you may be asking like, oh my gosh, who is us? You and Batman? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm the oldest of five kids and she would rock me and my brothers and my sister in her little recliner. And, and she would kind of get carried away. Um, she would turn off the TV and just start singing these old hymns and praying in the Holy Spirit and prophesying over us and declaring over us, and, and it was always in this falsetto tone, uh, which I was going to attempt to to demonstrate for you, uh, but count your blessings that I am incapable of physically performing that today. Uh, but I can hear the vibrato in her voice, and, and these are memories that I carry. Like I still remember that when, when sometimes I feel anxious. I've got a rocking chair now on my front porch, and I'll go sit in it sometimes, and I remember Oma singing and, and praying over me. These, these things help carry me through my childhood, like I played baseball as a kid. And I would be just so afraid to step in to the batter's box when we got into kid pitch because you would see a nine-year-old kid throw a baseball 40 miles an hour and hit another kid in the head. And when you're a grown adult, 40 miles an hour doesn't seem scary. When you're nine years old, it might as well be, you know, Nolan Ryan uh, standing on the mound up there. But but she would just declare over me, The Lord has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And so I would just rehearse these scriptures as I walked up and I felt a peace come upon me and enter into my heart. And and she would give me all these different scriptures to memorize as I got ready to hit. But, but most importantly, I just remember her love. Love and her purity and sincerity and passion for Yahweh and her love for me. And you know what? this These actions were passed down to my parents and, and my parents instilled these values in me. And I'm instilling, my wife and I are instilling these values in our children because it is what, what is most important to us. And, and this all as I've I've just been, you know, doing a lot of rehearsing, a lot of remembering, um, I was reminded of this Hebrew word zakar. And this means to remember. It, it requires an action. And it's where we get we get the the word Zachariah, the name Zachariah, which means Yahweh remembers, from this root word zakar. And so I want to look at at three things today. And I, I know that I've kind of taken a lot of time to prepare this and giving you Batman jokes. But, but we're going to jump into this in John chapter 14, starting in verse 1. Yeshua says, "'Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, for if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am you may be also.'" And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. And Thomas said unto them, Lord, we, we know not whither you go. And how can we know the way? And, and this is the thing, because I believe there are a lot of opportunities that we have to just simply be distracted. And, and we're looking for the way. We're looking for the path. We're looking for our, our people that we can run with and, and be comfortable with, right? Um, that, that also make us uncomfortable and stress us. Not stress us, stretch us, impress us. When you put those two words together is where I got stressed. Uh, Simply not true, cut those people off. but, but it is found in the way. But, but Yeshua says, no man comes unto the Father but by me, because he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And so if you had known me, you would have known my Father, and you would have known him and seen him. So I don't want to put the cart before the horse here. This first statement of let not your heart be troubled, belief, and trust. These are two things that are are so imperative in our relationship with Yahweh, and I believe that they mean two different things. Belief for me is something that I set my heart and my intention to believe to be true. However, trust is something uh, that really is, is just a confidence that it is true that it's gonna be okay, I'm all in, I am fully supportive, and and we've got all of our, our chips on the table, so to speak. Um, If you've never played poker, I apologize to you for that analogy. It just simply means that that we're all in. And so it's important that we not only hear Yahweh's word to us to believe, but also to trust in Him. And so he goes to prepare a place. Thomas said, how can we know the way? Yeshua said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father, but by me. And in verse 9, it says if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now, this is very important. These two things probably the most important that I'm going to talk about today, belief and trust, because this allows us to recognize the way. This allows us, in turn, if we know the way, we know the truth. And if we know the way, then we know the truth, then we know the life. And and, and this is all only possible on a foundation that is established by two things, belief and trust, It means that we set our heart to believe these things to be true, but then we mature into a place to where we just know them to be true. Uh, we don't question Yahweh's goodness. We don't send spies into the promised land to bring us back a report. And I, I think oftentimes uh, when we have so many opportunities to allow our hearts to be troubled, it's easy to judge and it's easy to measure, but but that is not my responsibility. I'm sorry to say that. As much authority and as much power as I hold, my responsibility is is not to judge Yahweh's word. My responsibility is just to take it for face value and say, "Hey, if you said it, that's good enough for me." And and when we operate in a relationship that is established on that trust, we the trust we can do anything. We can we can go anywhere with that. So the second thing is the way. This is a manner or a method or a style or a way of doing things. Um, It it also means a road, a track, or a path. And, And I was reminded of our friend Zadi in the Hebrew alphabet that speaks of the way, the righteous path that leads to life. This righteousness is a big deal. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, we see it says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. There are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. So if difficult is the way which leads to life and there are few who find it, I, I want to be one of those few. Like, I I choose the difficult path. I'm okay with pressure. I'm okay with, with you know, Stirring the pot. I'm okay with making a stand. I'm okay with establishing Yahweh's word and, and believing in it wholly, trusting in him wholly because, because we've got to be able to do that. We can't take the easy way. Everybody does that. The the world's not looking for easy. We're looking for right. We're looking for light really is what we're looking for. And and so it's difficult because a requirement is being made that we change our way of thinking, we change our desires. So Yeshua never came to take away the responsibility. He came to properly equip us and show us the way. And and I think it's tragic to believe that that he was sent to do everything for us so we could just sit around and and goof off on our phones and 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 you know, burn time and play games. And, and and then just show up occasionally and expect Him to be there. He's going to show up because He's that good. But, but He simply prepared the way for us. He, he showed us the way. In fact, He said that, that if, if we would have known Him, if the disciples would have known Him, if you and I would know Him, we would know the Father also. And if we know Him, then we would have seen Him. And if we see Him, we would know the way, the truth, and the life. And so... So as we enter into this, uh, I just wanna remind you that literally the way, the path, and the manner of doing something is who he is. Now, the truth is the quality or state of being true. And, and I remember being a teenager, and I had a problem with exaggerating the truth. Um, some people call that lying, uh, and and I, in fact, call it lying myself. Um, but but it, it was one of those things where I remember my dad instilling uh, what it meant to be a man of integrity in me. And he said, son, that there are very few things that is a man you will actually own in your lifetime. But your word and your integrity are are one of those things that you will always be able to own. And you are only as good as your word. If you say something, then let it be true. And if you say you're going to do something, then always be there to do what you said you were going to do. It's, it's we have like a, a cancel culture these days where if, if something happens and it gets difficult we just bail you know as a as a as a culture as is humanity uh, maybe not you and I maybe not the, the the countless people who are tuning in on this podcast but but be one that that instills truth like I, to this day, have gotten myself into more trouble by being honest than I have ever gotten into uh, probably, you know, uh, if I'm being honest, if I were to progressively stack all the trouble that I've gotten into, it, it doesn't even compare. And so, Be a man or a woman of integrity, of truth. Yahweh's word is enough. Part of this Zadok priesthood that you and I are called to is that we don't add anything to it and we don't take anything away from it. And a lot of that is based off of trust. It's based off of the lens of how you and I perceive the heart of Yahweh, whether it's good enough, whether he's good enough. (coughs) Excuse me. It sounds like I'm hurting over here. I promise I'm doing good. Um, this last point that I want to touch on is the life. This is the existence of our humanity. This is the existence of our individuality. It. it they, I want you to know that there's a difference between living and being alive. And I believe that this life speaks of the fullness of life. Fulfillment in who Yahweh has called for us to be. This is the true intention. Our original design of our Father, that Yahweh desires for you and I to be fully alive in Him. And, and I, I just want to let you know that, that we cannot ever be fully alive in Him until we see ourselves as righteous as He sees us. We cannot grow. You'll hear me say this. I I, I heard this just over the last, I mean, my God, probably the beginning of this summer, that, that we cannot grow in our righteousness. We can only grow in the understanding of how righteous we are. And I think whenever you and I begin to truly believe that, then we live that life that everything works together for our good, that you and I are the righteousness of God and that, that what we set ourselves to do and to establish will be fulfilled. And, and it's not us that has to make that happen. It's faithful as he who calls you, for he will also do it. So to put all this back together, I believe as you and I demonstrate the heart of Yahweh in our lives as people of the way, we receive a grace to operate in truth and be fulfilled in the fullness of life. And so I hope this message encourages you today to be a people of the way, of the heart of Yahweh, establishing his glory on this earth as it is in heaven. Family, thank you for your engagement. We love you so much. Uh, We heard the other day that we surpassed a million listeners. Uh, We just want to thank you. That blesses us so much. There's uh, just an incredible group of men and women pouring their hearts out, and it's just so encouraging um, to know that we're a lot bigger than we think we are. So we love you, family. As always, look forward to the next time we have to be together.